Hello, thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Michael Grant, Senior Pastor of Faith Worship Center International right here in Columbus, Georgia. Today, I'd like to share a word straight from God that's just for you. I hope you're prepared. Grab your pen, paper, your tablet. Most importantly, grab your Bible, your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And let's prepare to take notes on what God has to share with you on today. I'm excited for you because you're about to grow to a greater place of faith in God. Let's tune into the word. Again, we understand how it happens. It's because the spirit of God is moving in the earth and we are getting spiritual supernatural results in the realm of the natural because God is moving. God is shaking. God is a spirit. The Bible tells us in the book of John, chapter number four, verse 24, God is a spirit. God is not a mind. God is not a thought. God is not a concept nor an idea. God is a living moving, breathing, breathing, quickening spirit. He is a spirit that can move on our behalf. And the Bible goes on to tell us if we're going to worship him, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. We must realize that the only way to move in the realm of God is that we go by his way of conducting. You know, the Bible tells us in in the book of Proverbs chapter 20, Verse number 27, that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Now think about that. When you light a candle, there's a wick at the top. And the way that that candle begins to burn bright, it's not that you speak to the candle. It's not that you blow on the candle. It's not even that you take a match and you put it against the body of the candle. You take that match and you light the wick. That wick The Bible declares the spirit of a man is the wick that God ignites. That's the portion of our existence that God chooses to communicate with to cause us to come alive. Man, I get excited when I think about that because God is not interested in making me more intellectual. God is not interested in making me more educated. Those are things that I am concerned about. But what's on the heart of God is that I am spiritually awakened, that I am, here's a word, supernaturally, beyond my natural means, beyond my natural faculties, I am able to be made alive to the things of God. That's how he communicates with us. And I believe it's time for us as the body of Christ to lean in on our supernatural element, on the core of who we are. You know, Paul said in the book of First Thessalonians, he wrote a letter to the Thessalonican church, and he said in chapter five, around verse number 23, that God wants us to be whole spirit soul and body. Now, our emphasis is oftentimes placed on the body, our body. We want to know, make sure our body is healthy, that our bodies don't contract COVID-19. And I understand, and I don't think that that is unimportant. We also think that, you know, our education or our mental wherewithal is important. And that is true too. But the spirit of a man, the strength of the core of the essence of who God has called you to be. You know, the Bible says he made us in his image and after his likeness. And before he wrapped us in flesh, before he caused us to become a a living soul. He, He 
called us out of the, he hewed us out of the essence of who he was and he called us spirits. I love how Jeremiah as elder burden referenced earlier in prayer, how he said, before you formed me in my mother's womb, before any sales came into fruition to cause me to be, he said, you knew me, you knew the essence of who I was. Case in point, he knew us by the spirit. That's why the Bible tells us, know no man after the flesh. Don't get all excited about knowing somebody's birthday and knowing what their favorite foods are and knowing their favorite colors. Those things are extra. But what's most important is you must know men by the spirit. Why? Because the spirit of the man is the part of man that God communicates with. I want to encourage you here for a moment because it's important to understand why God communicates with us in, through, and by his spirit. The spirit of us is the part of us that's authentic. It's untaught. It doesn't need reasoning to even know why things are. You ever walked in a room and you just, here's a word, sensed that something was off or you sensed that something was about to happen? Yeah, that's that's because your spirit, your intuitive, God-given innate ability of being a creature of humanity, it knew that something was off kilter. That's because you are made in the image and the likeness of God. And when we receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we come alive to the spirituality that was created, that we were created to be the spirit beings. I love what Ann Hartman, the great doctor and late general of the faith, used to say that we are speaking spirits. The mere fact that we open our mouths give, give light to the fact that we're like our Father, we're like our God. And that comes from putting focus, special emphasis on the spirit realm and the fact that we have power in, through, and by the spirit. You know, when, when we first encounter God, God meets us where we are. He talks our language. He speaks our dialect so that we can be aware of the fact that he is a, a, a relevant God and he is one that can be related to. Uh, and he begins to talk our language so that we can become aware of his existence and oftentimes we get comfortable as people and we want God to dilute his potency so that we can be comfortable with it. But friends, followers and family, I want to encourage you now that this is not the time that we need a diluted version of God. Friends, we need the potency, the authenticity of God to be more prevalent now than we've ever seen it in past years. It's no secret. We are in unprecedented times. We are in facing a situation that we've never seen before. And so we need to see a side of God that we've never seen before. So I don't need him to dial it down. I, I hear him say, uh, it's time for us to come up hither. I'm reminded of what the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 55 and 9. He said these words, my thoughts as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and so are my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We don't need God to dial it down now. We need to go up into the high places, into the higher heights of God. We need to get back to the Holy Ghost. God Almighty, now are not the days for us to preach cute messages that tickle our fancy, that scratch our itching ears. This is not the time. We don't need to hear another itching ear message. We need to encounter the God who heals disease. We need to encounter the God of miracles, the God of signs, the God of wonders, the 
God who can bring an end to this pandemic like no scientist, like no researcher can. Now, I'm not speaking negative of any of those who operate in their perspective places. More specifically, I'm opening my mouth and I'm praying for them. Why? Because we need them to be on the top of their game for the sake of humanity. But above and beyond a vaccination, friends, we need a move of God. We need a great awakening globally. We need for the world at large to come into an awareness of the fact that God is still in charge. God still rules rules and reigns. The heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. Everything in the earth and everyone that dwells in it still are property of the almighty God. We need to experience that. And friends, we are not waiting on God to do so. More specifically, God is waiting on us to call heaven to earth, to speak his language so that we can see his results in earth just as it is in heaven. Speaking of mothers on this great Mother's Day, you think back when you were a child, you may not remember that far back, but you do know that there was a time that you couldn't speak the language that you speak now as fluently as you do now. That mother or that father or that guardian, they had to train you up. They had to teach you the language of the world or the realm that you lived in. And they got so excited when you began to speak words that they understood. They were excited when you would speak the language that they taught you. I sense the presence of God on this revelation. How often do we speak heaven's language with potency and authenticity? How often do you put special emphasis on not speaking with understanding, not speaking with a a, a level of intellect, but speaking beyond your natural understanding? What do I mean? How often do you pray in the Holy Ghost? How only, how how long or how often do you speak with tongues of angels as Paul wrote in the book of 1 Corinthians 13? How often do you speak God's language? You know I love how Paul speaks in the letter of uh, to the uh, Corinthian church in in chapter 14. He would say things like when you're speaking with an unknown tongue, you're not speaking to man, you're speaking to God. And he says furthermore you're releasing Mysteries. When you talk with your heavenly language, you are releasing the heart and mind of God into the realm of the earth that needs God like it's never needed him before. I love what Paul said. He got excited in verse number 18. He said, listen, I'm telling you, I speak in my unknown tongue more than all of y'all. Why is that? Why is it that he put special emphasis on praying with new tongues? It's because the Bible declares in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 18, that if any man preaches the gospel, goes into all the world, fulfills the great commission and preaches the gospel to every creature, he says that these signs will follow them. He says, in my name, they'll cast out devils and they will speak with new tongues. Our heavenly language that God has granted us, it is evidence, it's proof of the fact that God is with us and we are releasing his sound. Paul understood this, that more than just speaking with understanding, especially in his own prayer time, he committed to releasing the potency of God in the earth. Think about this now. Why is it that when you're converted to righteousness, you receive the indwelling, the fire of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you? Why is it that there's emphasis placed on speaking the heavenly language? I tell you why. Because in Genesis chapter 11, the earth experienced a great divide from speaking God's language and it took ages 
for the world to get back to being able to speak God's language again. We find that in Acts chapter 2 around verse number 4. The Bible said, and the Spirit of God gave them utterance. They spoke with other tongues and they begin to speak the wonders of heaven and the praises of God so much so that people who did not speak their native language heard their native tongue as the spirit of the Lord gave them utterance and souls were saved by the thousands. We call it Pentecost, but I call it the great outpour of the promise of the father in a time where the world needed God like they had never experienced before. There had been 400 years of uh, of silence before the life of Jesus and John the Baptist. And when the sound of heaven was released in many waters, it caused an earth shaking to take place. The Bible records that the that it was as if these men turned the world upside down these unlearned seemingly uneducated men acts chapter 4 verse 13 tells us it tells us that these men were unlearned and seem ignorant but it was known abroad that they had been with God my question to you is are you an intellectual Christian or or, or are you an unlearned person who don't care like Paul who counts as dung all of your things that you known if but for to know him in the power there's the word i wanted to get to to know power listen to me y'all you don't need intellect in this present day and age you need power you need power to keep you from covid 19 you need power to shrink blood clots you need power to regulate your mind you need power to give you confidence to shake the spirit of fear uh, uh, i love what paul told timothy that you have not been given the spirit of fear but the first thing he denotes is that you've been given power, love, and a sound mind. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, ye shall receive power, not intellect, not knowledge, not understanding, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. When the Holy Ghost came in earth in the books of Acts, he snatched the tongue of man and he sanctified it like hot coals being placed on the tongue of the great prophets of old, Jeremiah and Isaiah, who were men of unclean lips and who were men of unchaste tongue God snatched the tongue of man and humanity put the coal of fire upon it and caused us to speak the language of heaven yet again and when the language of heaven is released in the earth all of earth must listen all of earth must be changed by the utterance of the word of God you sons and daughters of God possess the power right in your tongue John 7 preach Holy Ghost verse number 38 and 39 the Bible declares that as many as believe out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water that's the word that's the unadulterated language of heaven Paul John goes on to say and he spoke of the Holy Spirit which had not yet come because Jesus had not yet been glorified but when he was glorified hallelujah both you and I he released he hung bled and died rose from the grave ascended to heaven and sent the promise of the father so that we could be endued with power on high and he manifests himself within us by cleansing our lips putting power in our belly and sanctifying our tongue so that we can have what we say friends this is the year of the spoken word now is not the time for you to shrink back and be silent and defeated now is the time believers for you to open up your mouth begin to speak the language of God as power in your words there's power and don't you be ashamed don't you be timid
timid. Don't you be fearful. And don't you let man tell you when and when not to speak with your unknown tongue because you ain't talking to them no way. Paul said, when a man prayeth in the spirit, his, when he prays with unknown tongue, his spirit is praying. We need to get back to not praying with our minds, not praying with our emotions, not praying based upon our desires, but we need to pray in the spirit. And when we pray in the spirit, not only will we have what we say, but we have what God says because we're not talking to man. We're talking to God. We're releasing his mysteries. And when heaven is called to earth in the potency of the language of heaven, all of earth has to yield itself. I love what the Bible declares that the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. But as many as are led by the spirit of God, there it is again, the Holy Ghost only inside of you, taming your tongue, having you speak his language, the language of heaven. They are the sons of God. The earth, when we speak with our heavenly language, it begins to hear. The leaves begin to respond. The dirt, the earth, the rocks, all of God's creation begins to agree with the fact that you are releasing what called them into existence out of your own mouth so we must get back to praying in the holy ghost we must get back to yielding to the spirit of god we must get back now in the midst of this pandemic to calling heaven to earth and not dialing down heaven's language but speaking the language of heaven in earth and when we do so all of heaven begins to rejoice and back us the angels begin to move you get to see miracles again you get to see things like clots shrinking you get to see things like COVID-19 not being able to touch folk you get to see things like when people do contract it it does them no harm for that sickness is not unto death it's only when you take it upon yourself to speak in agreement with what heaven is saying you with your Holy Ghost for yourself. And he has given you and granted you the gift, the language of heaven. When you speak his language, I'm here to tell you, earth has to respond. And so I want you now in this moment to begin to speak out of your mouth the language of heaven. Smear it all over your home. Wow, what a message. What a word, man. I just love God's word. It's so empowering, so impactful causes us to be exactly what God wants us to be. I hope you enjoyed that message. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to catch us via our live stream, you can do so by going to our website, www.michaelgrantministries.net on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or Tuesdays at 7.15 p.m., both Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, I pray that you stay strong in your faith and in all that God is speaking in your life, you have exactly what you